Welcome to the Drama Free Living Goal Setting Podcast. There we, you go. Yeah, we've changed the name. So we're we're in the midst of this whole idea, beginning of the year, goal setting, how do you goal set? And we just want to maybe just do something a little more comprehensive other than you need to set some goals, right? Let's kind of get something more comprehensive. And so we talked about all the different ways to goal set. Yeah, we last podcast, we covered 11 different methods of goal setting. And those are so important to know how you're wired and, yep. you know, what what it is that you need for, for you personally. Because I can't use your method of goal setting. It totally does not work for me. And you can't use we – dis, we discovered last podcast you can't use my method because your brain doesn't do work that way. I can't do it. But what we're talking about today is, is how to set the right priorities. How do I know – what priorities to even set? In almost what? the different areas that you can yeah. goal set and maybe just give you some creative ideas when you're planning, you know, 2024. Both personally and professionally. Yeah. So this is not just for professional goals. This is not just for personal goals. It's for it's for your life because we are whole people and we take our whole person to work and we bring our whole person home and we take our whole person to the grocery store. Right, because so. we know that you have the same problem that we have. Our biggest problem, Lisa, this is true, right? Is that everywhere we go, there we, there are. we are. There we are, right? And, and if we can fix we, right? then wherever we go, if, it's if better. If we can fix you, everything's better for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's a different podcast episode. All right. So we, but we do want you to download the uh, free goal setting worksheet. It's the 2024 mm. goal setting worksheet. Yep. And it is uh, a way for you to just get your thoughts out of your brain and onto paper to really like with this podcast, because we're focusing on how to set the right priorities, it's to get your thoughts out of your brain and figuring out, okay, what really are my what really are the right priorities and what do I want to accomplish and what's motivating me and what are my pain points yeah. and what are some of the other questions on there? They're just – Oh, you kind of look back at the past and what have you learned, yeah. right? And then what skills have you learned and then mm-hmm. what skills do you want to develop? Who do you want to become? Yeah, and, and then who has your answers and it gives you a whole relationship game plan. Yeah. So I'm uh, – Take it, use it. It's a resource for you, and we just wanted to be a blessing to you. So at least when we think about you know the different areas, what I love about goal setting is it kind of creates this sense of progress. Yeah, absolutely. right. You can you can measure your progress, and and the number one motivator is you feeling a sense of progress. All right, when I don't feel like I'm making any progress, very discouraging. Well, and that's the importance. That's why we goal set for yeah. motivation. And for commitment. Yeah. And, and also think about this. We also need the social support. Yeah. Right. When I share my goals with you, right, I, I have this weight loss goal that I'm still working on and it's a continual conversation every day. Right. You ask me, well, how, what do you weigh today? And we, we celebrate. Well, actually, or, we don't do that. We typically just text each other a number. It's just a random number. And we both know what it is. But if anybody else saw it, they wouldn't know. But it's like stepped on the scale and. We don't, Here's my number. On, we don't even say step. We don't on even the scale. say. We just say. We number. just. We just give the three le- three numbers. Oh, and it's I like, wish there were no. Right. Yeah. We just. I was saying. <laughs> I wish there were two, but that would never happen. Yeah. That. Right. You would that have to would, be like three foot tall. Right. Okay. So we had we digress. And but also like when you think about it, um, when you set goals, it gives you this sense of autonomy, and I think that's another great motivator mm-hmm. of people. And that word autonomous means self rule. Mm-hmm. When you're autonomous, you're able to rule yourself. 
And, and the that great, makes everyone smile. It does. It's like the greater the autonomy I can create for myself, the more excitement and joy that is just produced in my life. And it's this idea of, you know, you set your own goals and you create your own plans and then you actually get them done. There's this sense of progress and motivation. So it's super powerful in continuing to use your ambition to, to achieve. Yeah. So what are some areas you, you got one that you want um, to start Priorities. With? So one priority would be health and wellness. Okay. So it's just a fact when we feel good, mm-hmm. we are more effective personally and we are more effective professionally. We can meet our personal goals better. We can meet our professional goals better when we feel good, when we feel good uh, physically, when we feel good uh, mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. when we just when we aren't weighed down by the heavy burdens of emotional things that we need to process through yeah. or or maybe just not feeling good because we're not well rested, these things. Yeah. And, what um, is, and I think it's about protecting your energy. Mm-hmm. We think about health and wellness. And creating more energy oh, or, yeah. or creating a lifestyle that you have energy to do what you want to do. Yeah. And so, so really well-defined goals, they, they create behavior change. Mm, yeah. And when we have a well-defined goal behind, behind health and wellness, mm-hmm. it just creates this behavior change in our life. It increases our quality of life. And we have, it creates in us, health and wellness goals create in us lifelong learning because we all go through different stages and phases in life, um, depending on what age you are or what's going on in your body. And when you have health and wellness goals, it causes you to increase learning in those areas. And it's like, oh, so post-COVID, I really had kind of this brain fog. What can I do to... to um, increase my my mental clarity and what what vitamins do I need? Maybe what foods do I not need to eat? How do I need to change in my health and wellness arena to really hone in this this mental clarity that I want? And so this is it's a way to just adapt and learn through throughout your entire life. Well Lisa and I, and I think you know that's why you know I always set these competition goals. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you and I both know if I don't have a race or a competition that I'm training for my my fitness can go out the window very, very quickly, right? But if I'm, you know, I, and I got to pay for it, that's the key thing, yep. right? I got to put some money on the line. Even if it's 50 bucks, it could be 20 bucks. Okay, so talk about the half marathon, Okay, the recent half marathon that you ran. Yeah, so I, I wasn't training. It was about a month. You before. were f- so frustrated. Right. You just, were so frustrated. You uh, wanted to run this half marathon. I wanted to run this particular half marathon. I'd wanted to do it for years. It's a particular one that I've, it's sort of been a really fun one that I wanted to do. And about a month before the race, I just realized, wow, I have not really trained. I haven't run. And I remember telling- You were running, but not the plan that you needed to, to do well for this half marathon. Yeah, not to do the, do it in the time that I really wanted to do it in. And I remember telling you, I said, hey, I- I didn't sign up. I didn't pay. I know I promised some friends that I would do it with them. But, you know, I didn't sign up. I didn't pay. Um, So I'm just going to just kind of bow out. I think it's okay. They're not going to be too frustrated because they were going to do it anyways. And and I remember a couple hours later. Well, and I said, well, I think you paid for it already. And and you said, said, no, 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 I didn't sign up. I said, okay. Right. And then what, about a day later, you sent me a screenshot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right of our bank of our bank account and right there I had paid $69 and had registered for the race like a done, month and a half earlier yeah and I was like it, but but the, but it, when I saw that I was like okay I'm committed 
because I'm not going to lose that $69, which really in the grand scheme of things, it's a little ridiculous, but it just- But that's what motivates you. Yeah. And so I know for me, for my fitness to stay on track where I want it to go, I always have to be signed up for some kind of competition so that I'm training for something. And that works for me. It doesn't work for everybody, but with whatever your wellness or fitness goals are, make it work for you. Yeah. This is health and wellness. So it doesn't have to be necessarily physical activity. You might already be running your half marathons, but but maybe emotionally you're kind of yeah. needing to regulate a little bit more. But when we work on our health and wellness goals, mm-hmm. it it improves our self-esteem, it creates greater confidence, and and it makes us feel empowered. Yeah. And, so, and it's like always protect your confidence. Yeah, always right? protect and I think, your confidence. Yeah. And so I think that's what health and wellness does. But but that's not the other area. The, the other area, another area would be career. Career goals. Okay. Now, Prior, it, prioritizing your career goals. Yeah. And this looks different for different people according to where you are in an organization. You, you could be a CEO where you have – a lot more liberty because you're also setting your corporate goals. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're in a middle management um, role. But the key thing here is that you always want to align your career goals with your company goals if you can, as close as you can, because that's where this this intrinsic motivation. But Lisa, as I was thinking about career goals, I always think about like, hey, also think about skill development. Yeah, We're going to kind of cover that in just a minute, but it's not just about task achievement, but who do you need to become over the next year in your career? Right. And and then another one is like, think about with your career, like your network and your relationships. We're going to talk about relationships in a minute, but even like professionally, you have this network. Well, who do you need to meet? What, where do you, where do you need to go? And so Lisa, we, we had this one particular client years ago, and they were a, a large um, builder in Chicago. They just moved to Chicago. They didn't know anybody in Chicago, and they literally just made out a list of the 50 achievers in Chicagoland area. And they said, you know, in the next year, for part of our career goal is we want to be friends and get to know at least half of these people. And they made that their goal. And then today, 10 years later, they their company is just blown up. And it's kind of come from that relationship, mm-hmm. but it was like in their career, in their business, they said, hey, these are the relationships, right? Because right? your net worth really comes out of your network. And not that you use people, but it's just the richer you are in relationships, the richer your life is. And then also with career, I think another missing thing is that we want to continue to get feedback, right, from colleagues. And I think we can use that feedback to set those goals. And a lot of times we'll do a, a 360 review and we'll come in and have those conversations. We, we just did that in Scottsdale with an organization. And it was so helpful because they used it to set their goals. Yeah. But they had blind spots that they didn't know individually in their career. And once they saw it, we put a, a plan together so that you can actually goal set out of a 360 and it's just another way to get feedback. So And and I love what we what we kind of say about feedback is feedback feeds you. Mm. Feedback is not to cut you down. Feedback is not to spray weed killer on the weed of your life. It's to feed <laughs> it to grow, to flourish and to become stronger and better. Yeah, so it, it's for the purpose of feedback is to feed you. Well, and it's information. And it's information. Right, it's not an attack. You don't have to defend, you don't have to take it as an attack. It just huh that's information. And all information is helpful. Yeah. So you just get the information. So career, wealth, health and wellness, career, and also finances. Now, and I think the mistake people make, and I don't want to get into a lot of this because there's a lot of great resources out there, but I thought about here, what are some of the mistakes that people make? And I think one is, you know, vague goals. 
right? They just have, oh, I kind of want to make more. Like, just get real specific because your brain works best on specifics. And once you know the specifics, your brain just starts to work on how to make it possible. Another one, Lisa, is not establishing an emergency fund or creating some kind of margin. Yeah. Right? Because when you it don't have It takes a lot of the stress out of your does. day-to-day. It does. And when you have an emergency fund, maybe three or six months of living expenses in the bank- it, And then also an emergency fund for your business or a- um, a line of credit that that is accessible. Yeah, for you having to an use. emergency fund was so freeing for us, you know, in, in our business when we created that. Because here's what it did: we were able to start to plan better long term, right? If you're very very cash tight, then you think very short term. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the power. People don't plan because, well, gosh, I got to make this this month, or I got to make this this week, and all I think about is this week, and I think about that dollar. And so, you know, you want to kind of create some kind of margin. Um, hey, ignoring debt. Let's just get real practical, right? And, yeah. and even like, listen, debt repayment. Hey, if I were going to take this loan, there's a guarantee, to, there's, there's a repayment plan. What does that look like? Um, another one is over, overlooking retirement planning. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you know, we, we don't ever plan to retire, but we're putting together a plan. Right. We're putting together a plan. And so, you know, you can kind of look at that. I'm not investing wisely. Mm-hmm. And we've made these mistakes, like really, you know, not just stepping in and like doing things very fast. Right? Oh, this is we can make a quick buck, but just being really wise with your resources and then not adjusting goals throughout the year because uh, mm-hmm. the circumstance changed. Right. How many people had a plan, you know, in January of 2020, right, that by April, it was out the window. It was out the window, right? So continue to to readjust. So finance is another one. Well, and what's interesting, and I just heard somebody say this today, was that they they knew of someone, they knew of a couple that they would go through, and at the end of the year, they would go through and they would look at their calendar, mm-hmm. and they would look at their bank account, and they would huh. see, okay, where did we spend our time last year, and where did we spend our money? And yeah. it's just kind of an overarching. And then they were like, okay, so now where do we want to spend our time this year? And they filled out their calendar for the year. And where do we want to spend our money? And just kind of decided in advance because those the, your time and your money, they are the huge, huge directors of your life. Yeah. Well, listen, we haven't we even have one of our coaches. We were having a conversation with him yesterday, and he was telling us about his money coach. Right. Yeah. So, so one of our trainers that does a lot of training um, in the organization, he actually, and he and his wife, they actually have a money coach. And they meet once a month and talk through the the emotions of money because the money is completely emotional. It's not logical. And so maybe a money coach is uh, in your future uh, for the next uh, year. Uh, Another area to think about is skill, is skill development. Which is similar to career development. They interact together. But they could also be personal skills. They could be personal skills. Right. You know, they could be, you know, hey, I want to learn how to make this. Right. One thing like I I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. We're still in debate is talk about like creating a model railroad. Which kind of fits into my my one later um, talking about hobbies and creative pursuits. Yeah. And so but the different skills. But I think the key with skills is self-assessment. And create the self What skills do I need to develop? And then prioritize those skills. Right? I, I mean, five years ago or maybe 10 years ago, it was that I really wanted to develop this skill of keynote speaking. And so worked hard at that skill. And now we're on to some other skills. And that skill is just a part of our arsenal. And I am getting better and better at it. But now I'm focused on some different skills that's going to take us even to the next level. So almost like, where do you want to be? And then what skills do you need to know 
and develop to sort of get to that place. And that 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 goal of developing the ability to be able to keynote speak is something you will always have with you. And now the goals that you can build, those skills that you can build now, they're just building on what you've already established. Yeah. And so, you know, you, that's where you kind of want to prioritize them. But also sometimes people don't think about, you know, what new knowledge do I need to know? Right. What, what do you need to know more about? Mm-hmm. What do you need or to learn? Or what do learn? you want to know more about? Yeah. What do you want to learn? Lisa, you know, I had a real desire to um, learn how to trade options in the market. And we spent all this time, energy, resources and going to conferences. And I had that skill. You know, I don't do it full time as a career. And I just kind of do it as a, a little bit as a hobby. But, you know, it, it's always with me. And now we're on to to some other skills. And another one is like, who has the skills that you can learn from? Mm -hmm. Because I think success is deciding where you want to be, who's already done it, because success leaves clues, and then find out how they did it. Find out the skills that they developed. And so skills. Um, Lisa, the last one I want to talk about before we kind of, I know you have a list, is um, my favorite, travel and adventure. Travel and adventure. I love to have fun. Right. And so I'm, am I not always planning a trip? You are always planning in a trip. You get on the American Airlines app to look at flights just to relax. Just, just for fun. Just for fun. Right. I, I was I was this morning thinking about new Christmas in New York and trying to figure out, hey, could we go to New York for two days to Times Square, right, and just have some fun? And then I think, well, is Lisa going to want to do that? Because the week after that, we're taking all the kids to Florida for a week vacation. Can we squeeze in that fun before we have this bigger fun? And so, but listen, it's important, okay? And and this is really about maximizing experiences. Mm -hmm. It's not about spending money. It's really about what are the experiences that you want to create and almost like create the memories. And I think, Lisa, the best memories that we've had, they've come out of experiences, right? You think about the the skiing in in Idaho and Montana, the snowmobiling. Right. Or, or you think about, you know, the week in San Diego, just we have all of these experiences with our family and we think back to them. Right. We we look at pictures. We bring mugs back. And so when we have our morning coffee, we're like, oh, yeah, you know, I picked this up when I was in Montana or I picked this up when I was in Hawaii or Costa Rica. And when I when I drink from that, yeah. that mug, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that was a really fun experience. That was a lot of that was something really enjoyable. Yeah. And it, it kind of starts our day off for with a really good smile yeah. really. so 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 what kind of adventures do you want this year right what one adventure that you know i eventually want is i want to hike the entire appalachian trail right so hey that's an adventure but only you know some people would go oh my gosh i'd never want to do that that's horrible right i'd rather like you know go to the caribbean and lay on the beach and that would be my adventure so only you know you but i, I think the key here is strength and connections absolutely um, so, and another one, we're talking about um, setting the right priorities, priorities and prioritizing. One of those would be in our relationships. And this would be your spouse or your partner, your friends, your family, your coworkers, um, just all the different relationships. And it's and think about it. It's like, do I need to set goals around my relationships this year? And how do you how do you know if you need to do that? Well, you sit down and you reflect on the state of your current relationships. Where are your relationships at right now? Are they where you are they where you want them to be? And identify kind of those areas for improvement. It's like, okay, my relationship with my spouse and my family are is great. My relationship with my coworkers, I think I could I could I could really use to improve that and and identifying exactly what what needs to happen. But then along with that when you're when you're setting goals in relationships it really helps to to kind of put some fuel to the fire if you collaborate and if you mm-hmm. communicate. So if you and your partner want to set 
are setting goals and I'm thinking, okay, I want to deepen my relationship with my spouse. Well, let's talk about, hey, what can we do to do this together? And it just kind of puts put some extra fuel to it. That synergy really, really makes it. Yeah, because cause don't tell me what the goals are that you and I have, right? It's like, hey, collaborate with me, have a right. conversation, right? Because you you do not enjoy when I tell you what the goal should be. Right. It does not work. Well, or for instance, one of our goals this last year was we're going to take each of our kids, their family units on a va- on a vacation. We're going to we, we're going to go away. Well, the first thing we did was we communicated and we collaborated and we were yeah. like, "Okay, so first of all, does that sound like something you want to do?" And <laughs> secondly, "Okay, so where would you like to go? What what sounds fun?" And we collaborated. Yeah. It was our goal. It wasn't even their goal, but we collaborated with them because they were involved in it. Yeah. And we had Four really fun, successful trips. With four great memories, four great adventures. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then also for for relationships, sometimes we do need to seek professional help if we Mm -hmm. want to improve um, different relationships. Sometimes, you know, your relationship with your parents could really use to have some help. And sometimes we just need a professional to kind of step in and, and help us with that or or a relationship with one of your kids. Well, and I and I can't say, Lisa, I said having a professional in the midst of-, of In certain, your back pocket. In my back pocket, right? For some of these challenges, even challenges that we have had, it's just been, it's been game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Because yep. we, we don't have all the answers. Sometimes we need someone that knows a little bit more than us yep. to help out. Good stuff. Um, next is community and social impact. Hmm. Now, what do you mean by that? The power of being setting goals as far as with your community or setting goals as far as the social impact that you would have, what this does is this honestly, it gets us out of ourselves. Mm-hmm. It gets us out of our world and that that it just our world revol- revolves around us. You know, it doesn't. There are so many people, even in this building right now that we're in, and and they all have things going on in their lives. And so when we get involved and we decide we're going to set priorities around our community yeah. or um, social impact, it, it's kind of us getting involved in in somebody else's life or in another group's life and making it better. And you can you you can do it in an area that you're passionate about. You don't have to go with, um, oh, what is that? Homes for Humanity or Habitat for Humanity. Habitat for humanity. If you don't really enjoy building, don't. Don't give your time to that. But if you, but if you really enjoy football, and you could coach, uh, you could coach a little league. Or- well, Lisa, and I think a little bit it kind of rounds you out. So, mm-hmm. like for me, like I realized that I don't always do well being in a group that I'm not in charge. Right. If I'm not leading the group, I don't do great as just being a part of the group. And so I know we've had this conversation this year about coming into next year. I'm I'm just gonna volunteer as part of this nonprofit that we're a part of and just get your hands dirty, just but get not my hands be in charge. But not be in charge. Right. Which it's a different it's a different feeling for me, you know, and I'm not gonna try to take charge. I'm just going to And you're not gonna take charge and if they try to give it to you, you're gonna keep your hands off. And... Yeah, and just and just serve and you know, because cause I want it to round me out a little bit better. And so you think about, you know, even like what it does. Yes, it makes an impact and yes, it's a blessing, but it also does something in you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and there's different things. There's youth empowerment, there's mentorship programs, there's meals on wheels and and working with um, like senior citizen well-being, um, arts, and, arts and culture. It could be supporting local artists. There's so many different ways that you can just make an impact socially and in your community. And and you, it's kind of a, a double benefit because you're mm-hmm. making someone else's life better and just really fueling them, but it makes you better too. 
Yeah, it's good stuff. So another one, yes. personal fulfillment, hobbies, and creative pursuits. Sometimes we are really not very good about setting goals around personal hobbies or creative pursuits or personal fulfillment. But what I can tell you is that if you are not fulfilled, people aren't going to enjoy being around you. If you don't have something that fills you and fuels you when you're depleted, then you're going to walk around empty and you're not going to have anything to give. You're not going to you're not going to have have a joy to walk around and, and even give the gifts and the talents that you have to other people. Well, and a little bit, Lisa, I think it makes you a more exciting and interesting person. Absolutely. Right, it, because cause a lot of times, like, I found that, like, oh, all I want to talk about is business. Well, not everybody cares about that. Or It you, limits your the, the people that you can have a relationship with because yeah. unless they're in your area of business or unless they're in your area of career skills, you don't really have anything you can talk about. Yeah. And, and I remember, Lisa, this one time where there was this group of people and I said, Lisa, I said that the men in there just kind of bore me. Do you remember that? I do. It was very arrogant now that I think back. I was it, like, was. Wow, it was very arrogant. And But you know what I, I've really come to realize? It's not that they were boring. I was boring. I only had this one silo that I wanted to talk about and really I could talk about. Yeah. And so me being able to sort of, you know, get outside of myself a little bit and develop some other interests, it's made me a more interesting person, I hope. Yeah, absolutely. It it definitely has made you a more interesting person. I will attest to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but yeah. So these these personal fulfillment, these hobbies, yeah. these creative pursuits, they they contribute to an overall sense of well being and and life satisfaction. Yeah. They um they they bring a stress reduction in mm-hmm. your life, yep. and they bring an element of relaxation to you. Yeah. Um, and they foster creativity and innovation. So like what you were saying, you were kind of boring. I mean, you didn't really have any of these areas for creativity and innovation. But I also know that for me, one of the things that fills me and fuels me, I have a reading goal. I'm going to read a certain number of books. and You're going to exceed that number, whatever that well, number is. Well, I already is. have exceeded it. Right. Well, You'll but exceed. not for 2024 yet. I mean, I exceeded last year. Time to double but, that goal. Double down. But so, but what it does is, and these are, these are not books for learning. These are just books for fun, for enjoyment. And what it does is it opens up my ideas and my possibilities and puts me into other people's worlds. And I'm thinking, oh, and I get so many ideas for our business and working with our team and working with our family and even um, troubleshooting areas of life just because my brain is not locked down. Um, with the the net of um, compression that kind of holds you when you don't have creativity, but it's completely opened up, and I can begin to think and dream, and and just these random ideas come right. in. And, and you you call it therapy in a book, or you say something like that, right? It's yeah. like, Hey, this is like your therapy. It's therapy. Yeah. In a book. It's yes, absolutely. Yeah. And this also, um, when you have these personal fulfillment, creative hobbies, creative pursuits, they increase social connection because hmm. most of these now, not every, not all of them. But most of these are are done in groups. So one of the things that we really enjoy is we like to play pickleball. Well, you do that in a group and you typically do it with people you don't know the way pickleball is set up. You just kind of go in and you can go as a foursome or you can kind of be thrown in with different groups or 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 pottery classes or 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 painting classes. We was it this last year we did one of those I think it's like painting with a twist where you you know you bring a bring a bottle of wine and you have a couple of canvases. I just like the bring the bottle of wine part. The painting well, no, part, you actually no. really enjoyed that, fun. and it was so much fun. We were in a room with probably I don't know twelve. 
14 other people. And we're just, I, I don't have their names. I don't have their numbers, but we had a fun night together. We we're just looking at each other's paintings and we're laughing and talking and complimenting. And, and it just created that, uh, a social connection and, and got us out of the house and, yeah. and into a different world and into different people's lives that we wouldn't have been with before. Yeah, it was really fun. So, 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 it's, so think about that. What, what is these fulfillment hobby type goals? Because yeah, they're important. Absolutely. And then the last one we have would be faith, you know, goals. Some people set goals on faith. We set, we set goals. And, and the thing about this is it helps align our actions with our values. Hmm. So we may have values, but do we really have actions behind those? Yeah. Or maybe sometimes our actions don't align with our values. And then what you have is you just have a big discrepancy internally. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to to live with the dissonance, the internal dissonance when your values and your actions don't align. Yeah. And one way to do this is have a giving goals. Like we've, we've had giving goals where it's where we want to give this much or. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and it, and it cultivates, um, it cultivates a spiritual connection, mm-hmm. which is, which can be so soothing. It, it, it can promote peace and harmony. Many. Yeah. Um, it when you have faith goals, it fosters a sense of gratitude mm-hmm. um, because. For the most part, you know, faith goals, they're, they're typically not around grumbling and complaining. They're, <laughs> typically not. They're typically not. They're, they, they focus on gratitude. And also, it really is super good for ethical and moral development. Hmm. So maybe you find yourself that you need a little ethical and moral development, well, set yourself a faith goal. Yeah, I love it. Lisa, this is this has been fun. There's a lot of areas. And listen, you, you can take this, take these areas, and you know maybe pick two or three of these areas and really goal set around that. One way to do it, and we actually have this in the 2024 Goal Setting Worksheet. So download that. You'll see all of these areas in there. And they just give you some prompts on you know how to set some of these different goals. Yeah, so. and that's totally free. It's our gift to you for you to just enjoy. And um, if you need some ideas on, okay, well, I'm not sure what goal setting method I want to use, listen to our apostic our podcast from last week. Um, and then our podcast next week and the week after, we're also kind of breaking down these these different areas of goal setting, these these different things, um, effective strategies, um, steps yeah. and things to and then also we're talking about mistakes mistakes and goal setting. And what we ultimately what we want to do, the reason we have this 2024 goal setting worksheet and we're doing four podcasts is we just we just want to set you up for a really great year. Yeah, because at 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 the core premise is your future is your property. Right? So don't give your property away. It's your property. You decide what you want it to be. And uh, Lisa, I think our work is done here. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast. 